Welcome to this episode of the award-winning Best of the Left podcast. This is a sample of our recent bonus episode, usually only available to members. These episodes are comprised of our crew of researchers, Amanda and myself, all getting together for a roundtable discussion on topics that we find interesting. So here's a few minutes for free so you can know what all the fuss is about. It's really frustrating when, when you watch this play out because... The Republican Party, after they got crushed, what year was that? Was it after Obama when they tried to figure out why they they lost the election and they had to realize that they need to reach out to minorities and it kind of was accepted that Mm -hmm. that that was something they should do. And honestly, if they had done that, that, I mean, they probably wouldn't have any issues at all because there are a lot of conservative minorities. I know a lot of old black people that are super conservative, like the Hispanic Catholic contingent is super conservative. There is no reason why the Republican Party's conservative ideas shouldn't be embraced by a a whole bunch of people who aren't white. But the only reason it is is because it's clearly a very racist party. The example of just just using her birth name as an attack, why would it be an attack to call her her name? Well, it's because they're a racist party. Why would the Babylon Bee say after Vivek dropped out, Trump is going to appoint him to head of 7-Elevens, the czar of 7-Elevens or whatever they said that about him. What is the joke? What's the joke there? Why is that a joke? Yeah. How is that funny? The only reason it's funny is because of racist stereotypes. It's a racist party full of racist people. And there is a, a lane for people like Vivek and Nikki to be in, but they're never going to really be a part of it. Mm-hmm. They're only going to be partly accepted. Nikki Haley, I think, has a better chance of going farther than Vivek, just because like we were talking about before we got on here is that I did not know that she was an Indian woman until fairly recently, because she is white passing. She can, if you don't know anything about her history, and if she just said she was Nikki Haley from from South Carolina, there's nothing that indicates that she's anything but a white lady. And I think a lot of people are okay with that, and she might have a better chance to go farther than someone named Vivek Ramaswamy, who is a dark-skinned Indian man. Mm-hmm. There's, he's just got no chance. I don't even think he could be appointed as vice president by Trump. Nikki Haley maybe could, but mm-hmm. I, have, I have doubts, especially since Trump has also used her full name as an attack fairly recently. Yeah. So, yeah, she, he's going full birther with her too, saying, you know, which is ridiculous, both just because her parents weren't born here has no bearing on her eligibility for president since she was born here. But the the other thing I just wanted to point out is Ramaswamy also, because he knows, because he knows that this country is racist and he knows that GOP voters are racist, he is sort of dampening the fact that he's Hindu. So, you know, one of his quotes was, I've gone on to found multi-billion dollar companies. I did it while marrying my wife, Apurva, raising our two sons, following our faith in God. That just makes it sound like he's Christian, but he's not. So just convenient to frame it that way. Why? Why, Vivek? Why are we framing it this way? (laughs) Because we know what's going on in this country. I also think the 7-Eleven joke and his response to it, just like kind of laughing it off, right? There's someone who's extremely successful. He would be, not to be repetitive, but be the model minority. But at the end of the day, the joke is, right, that you're no better than running 
gas stations that even someone at your success level, and I mean, it's indicative of the white fragility in the Republican Party that even someone with that success, we need to bring them down to size or make white people feel more comfortable if there was any sense of power given to that individual. So yeah, like, let's make a joke about you'd run gas stations. Oof, that was a rough one. No, it was it was a fantastic example. And and I'm, I'm so glad that this Salon article like really put a fine point on it. So <laughs> first of all, we have talked about the Babylon Bee before. If you missed that bonus show, you should go back and find it. We, we do enjoy <laughs> mocking them. This article refers to the Babylon Bee as a witless humor site <laughs> that caters to right-wing readers. Nailed it. And ran a satirical headline reading, Trump promises Vivek an administration position running the White House 7-Eleven. And then goes on to describe that Ramaswamy tried to laugh off this ethnic jibe by making his own tweet showing customers at a 7-Eleven with the comment, thank you for coming and don't forget to grab a Slurpee. Then the article explains, diffusing racism with a counter joke is, of course, a time-tested form of self-protection. But Ramaswamy's inability to challenge or hit back against the bigotry he faces is a mark of servility, not pride. That's it right there. The fact that he can't actually defend himself and has to try to say, like, no, I'm in on the joke too, is a perfect distillation of what it takes to be a minority, a person of color, trying to get in good with a party as racist as the Republican Party. You have to make yourself amenable to white people who look down on you intrinsically, and you have to say, that's all right. I'm I'm, I'm in on the joke. I know you look down on me, but I'm laughing too. Mm -hmm. I'm not dying inside, I swear. It's, It's hard to know how they really feel about it, but like that is the only play to say, I'm with you, in making fun of me is the only play he has to not be completely ostracized from that party, even though like he may genuinely believe every single policy that they put forward. He's like, yes, that is what I want America to look like. And in order for them to allow him to agree with them policy-wise, he has to grovel and yeah. totally diminish himself personally and his entire history, his family, his, his ethnicity, his religion, yeah. everything, to say, like, I'm up for grabs. Go ahead and make fun of me. I'll, uh, I'll cheer you on. And that's the deeper tragedy of these Republican candidates and every talking head that's ever gone on Fox News. It is sad. Like, wh- how you just described it is sad. A rejection, a denial of who they are, like, having to push this all away. And they think they're getting ahead of it by, like, responding in some, you know, either it rolls off my back or, you know, kind of making a joke way. But all it does is peddle the message that you can only be accepted amongst white people if you adhere to their beliefs. And that includes the understanding that white people will always be on top. Because if you can't shut them down, then by default, you're afraid of them. You think that I have to deflect to them. I mean, you can come to the party, but don't forget who's actually in charge. Exactly. And this is why, like, when we were talking about as an individual, maybe this is a choice that makes sense. Good point to bring time to bring up Clarence Thomas specifically, because mm-hmm. Clarence Thomas was a black radical 
in college and I think had a lot of resentment for people thinking that he got where he got because of affirmative action. And that's why he was against affirmative action as like a, a backlash and a self-protective mechanism to think that if you get rid of self, like something like that, then people will just think that you got here on your own merit. Mm -hmm. But that's not how it's going to work. And I think he knows it. So now he's just cashing out. Like he is getting as much as he can for himself, for his mom, getting a house paid for, for his mom. So on an individual level, he's doing great, but never going to address the systemic problems that caused people to think that he only got there because of affirmative action in the first place. And maybe he doesn't think it's possible. Maybe that's the really sad part about it. The nihilistic part that the, he doesn't think it's possible to change. Tim Scott, the other day in South Carolina, standing on stage behind Donald Trump, the image was Samuel L. Jackson's character from Django, Unchained. Like, that's mm. what it looked like in my mind, is that that guy is just trying to be one of the good ones so badly that I don't know how he sleeps at night, honestly. Yeah. Maybe he sleeps well. Maybe, maybe they all sleep well. Maybe, maybe they're having sleep on piles of cash and it's it's yeah. really comfortable at night but i don't understand it tim scott just saying he loves donald trump the other day it hurt my soul for him because maybe he doesn't have one anymore <laughs> so these people have been asked recently about their thoughts on racism in america and i think their answers are very instructive and probably even give a little bit of a glimpse into their thinking that may answer the question about how they sleep at night. That's it um, for today's free asked, sample. Yeah. There's lots more of Basically, that particular yeah, episode, yeah. as well as there being That's dozens of past bonus episodes that you get access to in your feed the minute you sign up as a new member. Pain members are who make this entire show possible, and so these bonus episodes are a fun way to say thanks to them for their support. In addition to those full bonus episodes, members also get bonus clips in every single regular episode, as well as there being no ads ads in the regular show. If you would like to be our newest member, you can sign up at bestoftheleft.com slash support. You can use our Patreon page, or you can do it from right inside the Apple Podcast app, and links to get there are right in our show notes. And if you can't afford membership, I offer free financial hardship memberships. Just drop me an email to j at bestoftheleft.com, and we will get you set up, no questions asked. Or, again, to sign up and support the show and our ability to give away free financial hardship memberships, visit us at bestofleft.com slash support. Thanks for listening. Mm -hmm.